This is the Handyman Business Coach Podcast number nine. Advertising is the price you pay for not being newsworthy. And as I let that settle in, I realized there was a huge amount of truth in that. I'm paying for advertising because I'm not newsworthy. You're listening to the Handyman Business Coach Podcast. Even though we may not have the same story, I would guarantee there are specific areas in your handyman business you're struggling with all by yourself like I did for years, and you don't know who to turn to for trusted, proven solutions. Now for the good news, you don't have to struggle alone anymore. My name is Rick E. Patterson, and I'm the Handyman Business Coach. Well, hello, everybody. We are back for another great episode. We had an earlier episode, and if you haven't seen this, we uh, had a, uh, a guest named Rob Bohr. Rob Bohr is a fantastic guy. I like, I want to sit at his feet and just learn from his wisdom, decades, decades of, of, of experience, school of hard knocks, <laughs> a lot of times just like I have. And so let's listen, guys, Rob Bohr has been a remodeling and design contractor for the last 47 years years, 47 years. He's always had this particular company, but he's also built or created, okay, and bought 25 other companies. Rob Bohr, thanks so much for being here with us today. So glad to have you back. Thanks, Rick. I look forward to having the discussion with you. Thank you so much. And you know what? In our last episode, we talked about the character trait that he possessed, and he talked about perseverance. Guys, let me just be very blunt with you. If you've been in business for 47 years, you have to be, <laughs> you have to be pretty persistent and, and to persevere through all kinds of, I'm going to call it, I'm going to be nice, I'll call it junk, okay? Just some junk. And you know, at the end of the day, Rob, we can look at ourselves as problem solvers. Would you not agree to that? Absolutely. Yeah. I want to be the solution for my client. Yes. And not only for your client, but for your men. You know, you, you've got uh, personality issues. You've got personnel things going on. You have logistics. Hey, where's the guy? Where's the delivery? Uh, why is it here on time? What's happened to this? Oh, they're out of stock. Now we got to go order it. It's going to be a delay and this and this and this. I mean, you really are juggling a, a lot of, of balls in the air, aren't you? Oh, all the time. All the time. Well, you know, you talked about some other companies. Let's, let's just, let's delve a little bit. I'm going to be nosy. Is that all right? Okay. So what, what are these other companies that you've either bought or built? Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I realized in my business that I was paying painters more than anyone else when I looked at my books. And so I decided I would start a paint company and so that I could keep the overhead money and add it to my administrative budget instead of someone else's. And so I found a manager for my paint company and explained to them the process, what we were looking for, and we started hiring crews and developing that. And then my painters then were, would come in and paint our own remodeling jobs. Wow. And if we ever had a slack in time, we could promote that painting to the public and we could actually just do painting for clients. And, or if we wanted to, which we usually didn't, we could paint for other contractors, but we just created a separate company that did that. And then spinning off of that, uh, had an opportunity. I bought an electrical company 
And uh, with that, our own electricians could do our own work and we would keep the overhead money and have our master electricians you know, handle our jobs. But it also meant we controlled the schedule. And so our jobs would go faster. So from there, I bought, uh, actually I bought two different plumbing companies. And uh, with them, we were able to control when the plumbing was done. And again, increase the speed and efficiency of the remodeling. And with our own master plumber overseeing them, and then wow. the, we just kept continuing to do that. Most of the companies I bought were trade related. A couple of companies uh, I experimented with. Um, the, the problem with being an entrepreneur is that in general, you're not risk adverse in any way. So right. I, I had to marry someone who was risk adverse <laughs> to keep me under control. And uh, because if, if there was a possibility of making that happen, um, I was always, I was all for it. And actually, Rick, I didn't know until three years ago that I had bought or built that many companies. I was just busy working, but I had to uh, build a resume for a speaking engagement. And that's when I sat down and went, well, that might be interesting to them. And the list just kept going and going and going. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued, just put TBA at the bottom, hit the highlights and put TBA, you know, click here for more information, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was just being busy I, and I found out I was a serial entrepreneur and I didn't oh know. Oh my goodness. You know, they I, have time over that now. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Couldn't figure it out. I was, just, I was just doing the next thing. I was just doing whatever. Guys, I want to, I want to say this, that, that Rob and I uh, resonate on this is that you've got to learn to monetize everything. Last episode, we talked about thinking outside the box and Rob's reply to me was, Rick, what box? So the box that, that you would imagine there is, is the box that you put around your own self, around your own mind. For instance, we referred back to that one client, one job syndrome. You're just going there to fix the hole in the wall in the kitchen. You're, you're under pressure to make so much money, but the only way you can do it is to finish up there and move on to the next one. So I want you, and we talked about this last time, I want to see how you're doing on that challenge. If you listen to that last episode, if you haven't yet, go back and listen again, because there's a challenge there that will help you Think outside the box. What do we say, Rob? There is no box. There is no box. What box? Okay. So I want you to start thinking outside that box and learn to monetize everything that you do, whether it has to do with home improvement. And you know what? There are people willing to pay you to learn to know what you know. Mm -hmm. And you can even do this online. It's, it's brilliant. Like this, we're having a Zoom meeting right now. You could teach on Zoom and have a student pay you for each lesson and you don't even have to leave your own home. How brilliant is that? So you're welcome. <laughs> so think outside the box. You know, in other words, give yourself that opportunity to think about this. In, in 40 years, you might have that place to where you can say, wow, oh, look at all the stuff I've done. Look at all the places how I've made money and how I've expanded and built my own personal empire. This is what it's all about. Rob's done this. He's built his own empire. I've built my own empire. I continue to expand my horizon, expand my kingdom, if you will, my sphere of influence. 
Uh, mm -hmm. Guys, y'all didn't know this, but uh, Rob also has a four-day course that we're going to talk about later. But Rob, before we get there, I want to ask you an in-depth question. Now, last time we only had a little bit. This time we have a little bit more time, and I want to delve into this, guys. We talk here on the Handyman Business Coach about the six pillars of building a successful business, whether it's a contracting business, a home improvement business, whatever business that is, it could even be your handyman business. So in those, each one of those, and let me go down this list real quick, it's business development, marketing, sales, administration, family, and character development. Last time we talked about character traits. Really, I do want you to go back and listen to that because Rob talked about that one trait that he built his businesses on. So Rob, let me ask you this. Out of all of those pillars that I just mentioned, which one of these resonates the most with you? And then just tell us why. You know, I, I like all of the traits that you mentioned. One in particular, and I have to say at the moment when you mentioned to pick one, I will go to the first one that comes to mind and then run with that, hoping that someone we're talking to can really use the information. Right. In particular, it was marketing. I have always enjoyed the marketing of my company. Actually, to the point that I do very little advertising, I work more in the marketing of my company and creating the brand. And by doing that, it, it actually has simplified all of that as far as bringing in work. One of the fellows, several year, years back, I read a book, and he had mentioned that advertising is the price you pay for not being newsworthy. Say that again. Say that again. Okay. It's, it's a big one, and that's why it was such a hook for me, too. Advertising is the price you pay for not being newsworthy. And as I let that settle in, I realized there was a huge amount of truth in that. I'm paying for advertising because I'm not newsworthy. And so then I began to look at it, well, in what ways am I newsworthy? And so in particular, what we would do is I would look at the different projects our company was doing, and I would look for some, anything that was unique or different. We would do 20% of our work was working for special needs and handicapped people. And so with those, we found a project, one of the projects we were doing was a 16 year old who was confined to his bed and his parents wanted him to be able to get up and be able to get into the shower and to the bathroom and, and, and have an emergency exit on his bedroom door and so what we did is we actually created, uh, put a track on the ceiling so that he could roll into a harness and be able to ride that track up out of his bed, down across his bedroom, into the bathroom. And then the entire bathroom was uh, turned into one huge shower so that he had a toilet and a shower and the entire room was one wet room with Brilliant. a drain. And, uh, and then we also created an exit ramp for him. In case of emergency, he could actually flip a lever and would immediately, uh, the, in his, his chair that he used, he would be able to slide out the door and down a ramp away from the house. It wasn't, it wasn't pretty, but it, was, it could save your life. <laughs> and uh, he needed a steep ramp to get out. So you can never use that ramp for any other purpose other than an exit. And so we promoted that to a local news media outlet and they picked up the story, ran with the story, published the story in the newspaper. 
and gave us the equivalent of $2,000 worth of free advertising just for telling the story. Oh, then, oh my goodness. So then we realized that what we had done. And so we said, well, we have another client right now who has a home. It's a 60 foot circle geodesic dome. And they want us, they've been working on it for 30 years and haven't finished it. And they want someone to come in and finish out the Pentagon interior of this entire structure, put a kitchen in, put a, a loft in above that with a pool table, finish all the flooring and the stairs. And we realized immediately this is a story that is newsworthy. So we went to a local magazine and said, look, we've taken pictures of this job and here's, the, here's a, a paragraph of what the story would be. They loved it. The editor sent photographers and, and uh, story writers out, wrote, wrote up an article about it. We got about $3,000 worth of free advertising when they told the story and somewhere in there, they politely mentioned my company. And so we kept doing that and we realized that we could get published in any newspaper or magazine in our area if we just toss them a story. So we always look for the unique side. And with all of the guys you're working with doing handyman you know, type projects, anything that's unique is newsworthy. And if it's newsworthy, you can help an editor by giving them that story. Show them a picture, write a paragraph, yep. get that information there, and it costs you nothing. Rob, this is a brilliant story, a brilliant story about how you changed that one thing out of marketing, took marketing and said, okay, tell me that word again. If you're paying for advertising, what is that again? Advertising is the price you pay for not being newsworthy. Can I quote you on that? I yes. love that. I love that. Okay. For not being newsworthy. So the challenge I want to give my listeners today is I want to challenge you instead of hype 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 people get tired of hearing this they get tired of seeing your ads it's like hey 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 okay i can go on right i'm not going to change that hype change one thing about your business and turn it into help what can you do i heard a story recently about a fellow rob that mm -hmm. that has a uh, he's a locksmith and so when he gets called out to a house to do a lot, you know, change out a lock or fix a lock or get somebody in their home, he'll not only fix that, but at the end of that job, he will out of courtesy, go and check all of the doors and all of the locks throughout that house. All the mm -hmm. And you know what the people talk about in these reviews? They don't talk about how quick he was, how cheap he was, how efficient he was. They talk about that one thing that he went around without charging went around and checked on all of the other doors and all of the other locks to make sure that they were safe and secure in their own home. What a brilliant thing. Guys, what is the one thing that you can change today to move from hype to move to help to give your clients something to talk about? Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm looking for a handyman. I think about doing this thing. I'm going to be able to do this, da 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 Oh, no, you've got to hire this company because they do this. Guys, do you know that you've moved, when people talk like that, you've moved from cold to warm to hot. When you're referred by someone, 
That's the cheapest advertisement and the best deals you ever will get. You don't have to qualify yourself when you talk to that client. That's very mm-hmm. for They've already done it for you. They just don't want to know when can you start. Some of them don't even ask how much. I've had those. Rob, have you had those? I have. And it's, it's a total, the total business is all about your relationship. You're right, Rob. It's all about that relationship. Listen, Rob, I have so enjoyed our second conversation. I really hope that you will come back and be a part of of our community here in um, our podcast. Rob, let me ask you this. How can our listening audience uh, get a hold of you? Now, there's an opportunity that you talk about that we didn't get to talk about, but I want to talk a little bit about that. And so how can we get a hold of you? Well, the easiest, my email address is rob at remodelitconsulting.com. And if they, one thing they can get our, our weekly tips on at our new Facebook group, we started about a month ago, and that is Remodel It, Building a Better Remodeling Company. But if they go to Facebook and type in Remodel It, it will take them there. Okay. But again, if they want to get into the group, they need to type in Rick's Buddy. Rick's buddy. Okay. And then that's the password. They get instant (laughs) approval. (laughs) Okay. Instant approval, guys. You get that called Rick's buddy. So go to remodel it, type that in the search engine there on Facebook, and that will take you directly to Rob's private club. Okay. (laughs) It's private club. You know, as boys, we had that same thing. It's like, girls can't come. This is a boys club. It's a private club only, right? Okay. You had to have the password too, you know. It wasn't Rick's buddies. It was something else, you know. Like, Guys, thank you for listening in and I hope that you have a takeaway. Rob, thank you so much for being here with us today. Glad to do it, Rick. Anytime. Well, we've run out of time once again. I hope you've enjoyed our time together as much as I have. If you have, please download today's episode and just as importantly, leave your best review and comments of your takeaway. By doing so, I will give you in return a free 15-minute personal phone call to talk about any specific challenges you face in your own handyman business. This is my way of showing gratitude to you, my faithful listening audience and friends. Simply email me directly at rick at thehandymanbusinesscoach.com with your name and phone number and we'll set a time up together to talk then. Until next time, be safe, be kind, and be the best version of you.